Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Brenda Wiley, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And I'm here today with Mr. Dave on the phone on his way in. Hi, Dave. Hi, Brenda. Hey, yeah, this is David Wilner from Florida Post Home Inspectors. And uh, hello, listeners. How is your, uh, how's your week going? Week or weekend? <laughs> oh wow! Well, <laughs> I would say week. So, Actually, my yeah, what's up? I, I I've been up since quite early. Uh, literally after after I leave the station today, I'll, I'll be heading to Newark Airport, and in transit, I'll be uh, assisting with a, a rescue cat that I'm bringing over to the shelter. So my day actually has been quite busy from packing and taking care of my animals, and uh, obviously coming here to talk about trends in real estate. How are things in your yeah. world? Always exciting. Always exciting. So we had lots of good inspections going on this week. Yeah. Uh, Anything interesting? Know, the market continues to, to be pounding. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing like spectacular or crazy, but, you know, just lots of good people and good houses. So, nice. you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all fun. That's great. And are you still getting a lot of referral based as far as your, um, you know, clients are concerned? You get a lot of like, you get a lot of referrals, right? Like from people that you've done inspections, you know, I mean, obviously your reputation is good. My whole business, (laughs) my whole business is referral business. I mean, that's just how I operate. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't spend any dollars in marketing really, you know, um, you know, it's all, it's all word of mouth. You're lucky. You know, my, reputation is, <laughs> my reputation is what I have, you know? Yeah, I'm still working to build my reputation, but us realtors, we've got to, you know, got to do the social media and we've got to, you know, try to hunt for leads and, and look for new business prospects. So it's, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> as long as there's ROI, then I'm good. <laughs> I suppose so. So, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's going on in the real estate market these days? Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to talk um, about a couple of things. Um, you know, obviously mortgage rates continue to be low. They've, they've fluctuated a bit uh, this week. We're down four points. Last week was, I think, 3.24. But it keeps sort of teetering. Uh, but compared to September, where we're really closer to that, you know, 3%, uh, which is phenomenal. But, you know, these mortgage rates are continuing to drive demand. You know, what a great way to, to park your money and, and invest in real estate. Um, you know, even though you might be paying a little bit, quote unquote, above market. Um, but we're starting to see a little bit of, quote unquote, uh, normalization of listing prices. I, I think um, things have quieted down a bit. But again, the demand is there um, because we still have the same story of, of shortage of inventory for, um, for listings and, and new sales. Um, you think that that, uh, you know, that quieting down, is that just the holidays? You know, it's the time of year, right? I think it's a combination of that and also just people getting back to a sense of normalcy, whether they're going to work and their kids are back, you know, physically in school and they're physically back in their office. I think it's sort of adjusting back to what was, right? Um, but I also think another factor is um, people you know, well, where am I going to go? If I go to sell my house, you know, where, where am I going to go? Um, that's another piece of the puzzle. And 
I am seeing a big trend with buyers that just kind of got exhausted. You know, they got burnt out. Maybe they were house hunting aggressively in the spring into the summer and they kept getting outbid. And a lot of people are sort of taking a little bit of a break to see what's going to happen as we round out Q4. You know, um, will we have more inventory? Will there be more houses for us to look at? Should we sit this out um, and let things kind of simmer down a bit? Um, that seems to be an, a trend. Uh, I've, I'm actually working with a few sets of buyers and they um, took a break. You know, I've been working with them for a while and they're like, we're exhausted, Brenda, we just need a break. And I'm starting to sort of re-engage with them. Um, and then there were some people that were like, yeah, I was really hoping to make this purchase before the end of the year to get that, you know, tax benefit. Um, now that that's not going to happen, I'm going to wait till after the holidays and um but, you know, listen, there's there's still it's still happening. It's still a hot market, um, you know, and for buyers, I think it's really a great time because there's a little bit less of you. There's still, you know, multiple offers, um, but the flurry of, you know, the double digit 15, 16, 17 offers has um, dwindled down a bit. You know, maybe it's seven or eight offers. So, um, you yeah. know, jump back in the game. How's it going? How's it going with the listing numbers? Um, you know, are they, are they up? Are they, you know, where are they at? Yeah. So in Orange County month over month, they're pretty steady. Um, we're seeing a slight uptick in rental inventory, which had dipped significantly. Um, you know, I don't know what is driving that. I think, I think, well, we had a combination of landlords, um, you know, that were like, Hey, I'm going to cash in and get top dollar this year. Right. Um, so they decided to list their house for sale, but, I also think, you know, landlords that perhaps maybe had situations with um, tenants and, and the moratorium, um, you know, and, and, and working to get in and clean up their homes and, and relist them. And the prices for rentals have gone up uh, significantly, particularly in Warwick. Um, I have a listing and uh, it's a cute ranch, totally renovated, um, one bath, I would say three bedrooms and multiple applications i mean we had uh several inquiries and all really qualified people um so so that's sort of i think an interesting trend right now with with rentals we've you know um been talking so much about sales and and listing your home for sale and the buying experience and bidding wars but rental market is uh making a little bit of a comeback <laughs> well that's it's you know i guess that's the uh, you know, it, it's it's becoming profitable again, you know, so that's a good thing. Okay, we are going to take a break. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. 
at Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Home happens here. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, this is Mark Saltzman, your go-to tech guru who breaks down geek speak into street speak. I'll bring you the latest in gadgets, apps, and games in a language you can understand every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Radio Worth Listening To. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to WTBQ 93.5 FM. This is The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner, with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, and I'm here with my co-host... Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Woohoo, Brenda. And hey, Brenda hey. and I, we wanted to talk a little bit more about, we were on a topic of rentals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's some interesting things going on with the rentals in this, you know, post-COVID, post-COVID, COVID continuation, uh, new rules, new regulations. So if there's listeners out there who are thinking, hey, you know, let's let's rent our house and, and move somewhere. Uh, or do you know are in the rental market please feel free to call in with any of your questions and clarifications for the rental rules and regulations but let's talk about that Brenda what tell me about uh, what's the what's the new regulation called uh, well it's it's not so new I just think it, ha- it kicked off you know pre the pandemic but it's the tenant act of 2019 and it really covers um, anything and everything from uh, security deposit um, pet security deposit, um, how much money a landlord um, can collect, right? So you have a new lease. Um, what are the rules around that? And, you know, I, I thought it was an interesting topic only because I've got this rental listing in in Warwick, right? And I also had been um, working with a few people that had been referred to me looking for, you know, looking to rent. So I, I was working with this gentleman and we, we get the lease, they accept the application, everything is good to go. And he goes, well, you know, I can pay them six months in advance. And I said, well, you, you may not realize that, but you, that they, you, landlords aren't permitted to collect more than one month's you know, rent. So we get the lease and he has a dog and there's a section that says pet security deposit. And this is, you know, a, an independent brokerage. And uh, so I wrote back to the property manager and I said, you know, I, I don't believe you can charge an additional pet security deposit. She said, well, we've always done that. And I said, well, the, the rules changed. And with regards to security deposit, landlords are not able to collect above the equivalent of one month rent. So if your rent is $1,800, you can't you know, get an so, extra 800 for the pet. So basically, landlords have to raise the rate for everyone. If you're going to have a pet, they're going to raise rates for everyone. So this is one of those things, will it drive, this is going to drive rental rates I, up? Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. I think it's a variable for sure. Because now you can't, you just got to publish your rate as higher to incorporate whether or not they're going to bring a pet or not. Right, right. Well, what was even more interesting about this particular rental that, um, you know, we got the lease for, clearly when I entered the home, there had been a pet. It was a very strong odor. And I'm thinking, well, if you've always collected the security deposit, why have you not, quote unquote, applied it? you know, to remedy this issue, right? You've got new tenants coming in. Fine, you don't necessarily want to throw a new ca- a coat of paint on the wall, but at least, you know, <laughs> clean up the, uh, the the odor of the previous tenants with the pet. Um, so it's tricky. It's tough right now for, for, for families or people that have a cat or a dog um, because landlords really have cracked down on that. They, they just don't want to deal with having the animal or even a potential for liability, you know? Right, right. What about, uh, I mean, during COVID, there was this whole issue with you couldn't evict anybody, even if they didn't pay their rent. I mean, how, what's, what's going on there these days? With the moratorium, the yeah. state moratorium. Yeah, yeah. I know it had gotten extended and then it got extended again. Um, how do you think this has affected, you know, uh, landlords and their ability to conduct their business? I mean, is this, uh, you think this is something that's going to hurt them? Yeah, well, I mean, the landlords that have good tenant relations, regardless of the quote unquote behavior (laughs) of the tenants, I think if there is that open communication, it would be a great time to list the house for sale, you know, because of all these new rules. And, you know, they really got the short end of the stick. They uh, they did a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, to, To lose money and then to have potential damages in the home. And now you've got to go in and gut and clean and update um, and then try to recruit, recoup some of the loss. Right. Um, but selling, selling the house. And I think that's also part of the shortage of, of the rental inventory too. landlords saying, you know, I don't want to deal with this. You know, it's, it's tenant occupied, but I'm listing it for sale. Then you have the tenants that don't want to cooperate for the showings. So how many times I've showed up and I'll ring the bell and there's cars in the driveway, the lights are on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, uh, on several home inspections, in uh in rentals that with tenants that were there during mm. the inspection and were somewhat hostile yeah yeah uh you know no you cannot have access to the bedrooms no you know i i don't want you operating the appliances uh you know i'm only going to give you a 30 minute slot for the home inspection well wow. a home inspection takes three hours right how right. do you what do you do in 30 minutes right uh but you know so yeah, those those are those are tough things to come over, uh, you know. They 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 definitely are. I mean, clearly, like when I'm on a job and I come up against something like that. Yeah, how do you handle it? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you you just kill them with kindness. Yeah, you know, it's listen. You know, I I understand. You know, this is traumatic. Uh, you know, let me help. You know, let me do my best to deal with this. I kind of put myself in the in the place of a buffer between the agent, client, mm-hmm. and tenant. So that I'm, you know, if they're going to be mad at anybody, they're better off mad at me. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, because I'm going to leave the transaction when I'm done and everybody else has to stay there. Continue to move forward, right? right? Yeah. So, uh, better to, for me to be the, you know, the bad guy. But, um, you know, it's, it's tricky. I went to a house one time. Mm-hmm knock on the door lady answers the door and i said hi you know like i always do hi i'm dave wilner i'm the inspector i'm here for to do the inspection right and she said what inspection uh-oh <laughs> and i look around and i said well you sold your home right and she's like no i'm just a tenant 
Oh, so she had no idea the house was even... What do you mean? Did my landlord sell the house? Oh my goodness. (laughs) We've been here for 13 years. Nobody told us it was for sale. Wow. Well, see, that's a perfect example of, you know, the communication, right? Between a 13 years tenant, they're obviously, (laughs) you know, paying tenants, right? Wow. Yeah. That's Uh, terrible. I, uh, my heart sank and I didn't, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go sit in my truck and uh, call the real estate agent. <laughs> How did it work out? Did you end up getting access? Uh, yeah, we, we got access. I mean, you know, it, it all happened. Uh, but, you know, it's, yeah, it was tricky. Yeah. Well, it's tough too with the, the people that like what you had mentioned before that don't necessarily want to cooperate. I uh, came to do a showing and they had just cooked this massive like liver and onions like really stinky like spicy fish you know and i'm a foodie so i'm like "Mm, what's that smell and then i was like oh what's that smell you know and they had like a garbage bag hanging off you know just you want the home really to try to present uh, its best self right you want it to show but when it's really lived in and occupied it's it's challenging for sellers that live in their home to make sure everything is clean and, Mm -hmm. and ready for showings but For tenants that maybe just aren't quite ready to leave, don't want to leave, maybe they haven't paid their rent, you know, it's, it's tough. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think you'd ever see yourself as a landlord? Would you do that type of investment in the market? I I was a landlord actually for um, a house in, in Rockland County, my, my childhood home. And, uh, and it was good. You know, I screened them. They, they paid every month and um, you know, I, I feel like I would have kind of like an, if there's an issue, am I going to replace your light bulb? Nah, probably not. But if there's, you know, an issue that comes to like what you would see, like safety, or if there's an issue with mechanicals or the heat, obviously, well, landlords are required to, to, to fix that, you know, especially heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm pretty, I think I'm a pretty nice approachable person. So I think I'd make a good landlord, but I'm also not going to be stepped on either, you know, um, and taken advantage of. So Okay. Yeah. What do you, what are some of the do's and don'ts for, for potential landlords out there? If they're thinking of, if somebody's thinking of investing in the real estate market, buying some properties as rentals, what do you think they should, what's the, what's the number one thing they should be aware of? Well, the number one thing, I think there's a misnomer that as a landlord in working with an agent that, you know, they have to pay out of pocket fee or a brokerage fee, right? Um, they have certainly have that option in, in, in New York state, a landlord can say, you know what, I'll take care of the, of the broker fee, but you know, nine out of 10 times it's the tenant that pays that fee. So half to the listing agent and then half to the tenant agent. So there's no harm, no foul to really align yourself with a realtor so that they can pre-screen potential applicants talk to the agent, tell me a little bit about your people. How is their credit? You know, asking the questions, how many occupants? We can't say, are there children? You know, there's lots of, um, you know, fair housing regulations around that. So I think for landlords to maybe reconsider if they are looking to invest in a property, you know, call a couple of realtors and, and, and find out what their process is because, you know, aligning yourself, you'll have a good experience. Not that you wouldn't be able to do it on your own, but think of all that time that has to be allotted to screening and opening the door and let letting people in and conducting the showing and and making sure that what you're presenting is legal as well. So if you have a three bedroom, two bath, but let's say that second bathroom, the county or the town has no record of that, and you have maybe 
technically two bedrooms, right? And you've just made it a three bedroom. Well, God forbid, if there's some type of emergency or a fire or something, it's not up to code, that's a problem. Mm. Um, you know, making sure that you are filing the proper permit for a rental, whether it's long-term or short-term, making sure that the village and the town that you understand what you need to do to, to be up to code, you know, smoke detectors, fire extinguishers, making sure exits are properly marked, et cetera. So it's a lot of, there's a lot of background. It's not like people think like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna list my house for rent or short-term rental, I'm gonna Airbnb and go away for the weekend and make money. You really need to to make sure from a liability standpoint that you're protected and that you're following the, the rules and the code. What about insurance? Yeah, insurance is, is an interesting topic. So uh, there is this sort of cloud of, well, if I increase my liability insurance, I'll be covered. Not not true. It's it, but is it is it still a standard when it's a rental and it's now a part of a business? Uh, is that your standard homeowner's policy? Is that a commercial policy? It's How does that work? Not, it depends if you're like, for example, like let's say a bed and breakfast and you have a long-term rental in there, then you're gonna kind of go under commercial, right? But if it's uh, an investment property, and you've got, you know, a long term, you're declaring that income, you've got, you know, the tax write offs for operating expenses. You know, uh, I lost my train of thought. What was the question again? <laughs> what kind of policy do you have to have? Oh, so yeah, you really want to speak with your insurance agent because a regular homeowner's insurance policy generally will not cover a rental. You want to make sure that if it is an actual rental property, a second home vacation, an investment property, that you know, that the insurance policy is aware what that use is for that particular home so that you're covered. So for example, I have a special policy um, under proper that covers rentals, both short-term and long-term. And my regular homeowners would not. So if there is an issue, they fall off the dock or the bunk bed, you know, I, I will have that coverage. Are those policies more expensive? Um, a little bit. I think short term is a little bit more expensive. But again, you know, if you're if you're doing it right, as far as like a business standpoint, and you're able to write off your operating expenses, you have a great accountant, and you have a good team, you know, guiding you along the way, it 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 does make sense. But you, you want to make sure that you're you have the proper coverage, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's really important. Uh, you know, to just protect yourself in any business, you know? Oh, yeah. So, all right. What are some, uh, you know, insurance, uh, screening tenants, uh, you know, having a real estate agent to help you out? What is, uh, what is another maybe like a hidden gem fact that, you know, a, a landlord can help do to, to keep his property, you know, profitable and, and keep it a good business? Yeah, I, I think, you know, for, for landlords, especially ones with, we were talking a little bit about, you know, prices going up, yep. right? everything going up, you know, especially for pets, you know, figure out what it is you'd like to offer. Do you know what I mean? If you're not going to cover utilities, are you going to handle snow removal and garbage? Are you going to do the lawn maintenance? So as a landlord, you, you want to, you know, sweeten the pot a little bit, you know, to make sure you, you get the right tenant in there that can afford um, what it is that you're listing, you know, your rental for, but you also want to, you know, it's a little bit of a give and take it. It's, it's, it, it would behoove the landlord to offer something, you know, um, not just like, hey, you're responsible for the lawn, you're responsible for the snow removal, all the utilities, the water, the gas, the garbage, 
Now your $2,800 property is now turned into $3,400, right? Between the landscaping and in terms of expenses, you know? Um, well, that's on the that's on the tenant though. That's on the tenant, but you know, if you're if if you've raised your rent, you know, let's say the twenty eight hundred dollar home uh, two years ago was twenty three, mm-hmm. but because there's a shortage in inventory, you're like, hey, you know what? I updated the bathroom. I'm going to raise this up a bit, and I'll take pets. Maybe maybe offer something to cover because if you've, you've already seen that increase, right? Let's say twenty three to twenty eight to now pass everything off to the tenant, you're less likely that house may sit for a little bit. That rental may sit for a little bit. And every month it sits, you've got a carrying cost. So, you know, uh, offering to handle the, the, the lawn or snow removal, maybe it only snows three times, knock on wood. <laughs> you know, um, It's just a, a sort of a, a good thing to do as a landlord. Well, it's time to take a break. Okay. So, uh, we're going to come, we'll be back in a couple of minutes, uh, talk more about rentals. Yes. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. WTBQ GHT Weather. Well, we'll see some sunshine today, another nice day. Temperatures will head into the middle 50s. Tonight, we're looking for clear skies and a cool night heading down to 35 to around 40. Now, tomorrow, look for mild conditions again, sun and some clouds, highs in the low 60s. Clear tomorrow night, temperatures will head down into the 40s, and Wednesday, look for a mix of sun and clouds, and there'll be more clouds in the afternoon. It heads into the lower 60s. I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. I'm gonna make this place your and welcome back to WTBQ 93.5 FM. This is The Real Real Estate Show, and I'm David Wilner with Pillar to Post Home Inspector, here with my co-host... Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Woohoo, Brenda! I love the woohoo. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm down with that. I like it. <laughs> so, we've been talking about rentals. You know, this is... I feel like, you know, this is the time of year when when 
upstate shines, right? It's mm. fall. This is our this is our time. The leaves have turned and it's uh it's pumpkin picking, apple picking time of year. Uh what about Airbnb stuff? Is that is that all going on? Uh how are short-term rental things going there, on? In the I market? mean, you know, it, it's funny you should ask. So I I have an Airbnb and I have another uh rental property, but mine is a in Greenwood Lake. And um, I've talked about it a little bit before, but I made a conscientious decision that I was shutting everything down as of October 30th. Number one, I need a break. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, and number two, I kind of want to enjoy my home a little bit this winter, make a fire, like chill out with my animals. Um, you know, I just uh, relax and enjoy all the things that my guests typically do in my home. Um, but, you know, there's no shortage of things to do every season. You know, yes, fall is great, but getting into the colder months, you know, we've got Mount Peter, we've got Vernon. Um, there's a lot of weddings still happening that got pushed off, you know, um, during the pandemic. Weddings, you know, happening at the Cove Castle in Greenwood Lake. They have this whole upstairs. So there's a lot of guests. The castle does weddings? Yeah, they have a whole, they've renovated the whole upstairs. They're also doing uh, live performances, comedy, Broadway, uh, Broadway on the Lake. It's been fantastic. It's gorgeous. At the castle? At the Cove Castle in Greenwood Lake. Yeah. Oh, the Cove Castle in I Greenwood I call it Lake. the castle. What castle are you thinking I'm of? thinking of the Castle Mini Golf. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Chester. I mean, no Broadway there. That's for children. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, who knew? I mean, mini golf at a wedding could be fun. That's true. Yeah. When is mini golf not fun? The appropriate Rollerblading in a, you know, in a tuxedo? I haven't rollerbladed in a really long time. Um, So anyway, there are events still happening, right? And then you're getting into the ski season. Um, And also people just like to take trips when you're cooped up and it's cold. And let's say you live in the city. You know what? Let's go up to Warwick. Right. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, so we're talking about upstate as sort of a destination, weekend getaway from the city. I mean, one would think that that would bode well for the Airbnb uh, the VBRO rental market. It uh, 100% does. So up until excluding this season, um, and obviously last year with everything going on, I was always booked October and I would get, you know, anybody like the Renaissance Festival. And then actually a few years ago after Ren Fair and Sterling Forest, they would convert it into that Halloween haunted house. And then something happened that had stopped, but I would get like all the Halloween people. And then Early into November, I was still busy, you know, just people looking to do a weekend getaway. Right. right. You know, um, because it is still really pretty. The leaves are still, they're still on we the We still trees. got a few. We still got a few. <laughs> I got to go pick up leaves later today. It's, const- it's constant. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? I just pay the people. I, I, I can't. I, I don't have the patience or the energy. Oh, no. I just drive over them with my lawnmower. They get sucked up into a bag. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that that uh, that's the kind of low lowish effort that that I would like that I aspire <laughs> to do. Right. Yeah. You know. Uh, to be clear, I'm not raking them. Okay. Uh, yes. You know, blower, mower, gone. Blower, mower. See you later. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's it's true. I mean, this whole area has really turned into a destination getaway uh, type type location from you know the city. Uh, it's, you know, we've got these beautiful farms. We've got mm-hmm. lots of other attractions as far Wineries, as eating, drinking, cideries. Yeah. You know, some great restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the cideries, the wineries. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, do you see that? I mean, trend-wise, I mean, how's that? In what direction do you see that going? Is it? Is, it's steady. Yeah. I, I, you know, in my experience, I mean, listen, I, I bought my house as an investment March 2017 specifically, uh, you know, to do Airbnb. I was still living in the city and. You know, when you market it correctly and you've got, you know, the seasonal pictures and when you welcome, you know, pets and families and you offer all these things, a successful Airbnb super host um, is is really going to make sure that they go above and beyond for their guests. And, you know, if, if you're looking to rent, those super host listings are going to shoot right to the top, right? Like any algorithm, right? So if you've got, you know, an almost five-star rating, if I'm looking for a place to stay in or around Warwick, those those top listings are going to pop up. So so ratings matter. For ratings 1,000% um, matter. Yeah, hmm. definitely. So... Um, you want to make sure everything is clean and also little nice touches, you know, a little bottle of wine. If you know it's a girl's weekend and they're going wine tasting, I'll leave a little like handwritten note. If it's a family, I'll leave like a s'mores kit and like a little thing of, you know, firewood for the chiminea. Just it's just the finishing, you know, little touches, you know. Okay, um, good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. What what are anything else? How do you how do you market a rental like that? You know, what's a you know, is it just list it with one of those the airbnb or the vbro and just call it done i mean or is there anything else they can do to you know separate themselves from I, the rest you're you're really as as the host you really are managing your profile so right. you again want to make sure you have a good pricing strategy um i just actually worked with um a woman that contacted me for her real estate needs and she said you know i bought this house in maryland and i'm doing short-term rental and i wanted to pick your brain and and then she had another question about an event, 25 people on Thanksgiving. And, and I said, you, you're saying no events and you're okaying 25 people. Are you planning to charge an event fee? Are you confirming that they're not exceeding your maximum guest occupancy? So a lot of it really is what you're controlling in, in the listing. And when you're first getting up and running, you wanna make sure that your price and your home and your pictures are all appealing. Once you start to get a little bit of a steady eddy following, I mean, I have repeat guests that come, mm. you know, and sometimes they'll try to book off the app. I won't do it. I like to track everything. Um, you know, if there is an issue where something gets damaged, I'd, I don't want to put a claim through my insurance. I'll I'll file it through Airbnb. Um, so keep it keep it in the app. Yeah, it, for me, it's just easier to manage. Also, um, there's like a, an Excel doc that shows, you know, all my revenue, um, you know, for my expenses and all of that. So it's just... It's well, just, that's a handy business tool. It's really, it's great when I show up uh, to my accountant, he thinks I created this pretty document, but nope, 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 mm. Airbnb did. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Any Any pitfalls out there? I mean, what are some of the bad things that could happen too? I think, you know, listen, there's, there's something called Instabook, right? Where you're just going to take a booking. Somebody goes on, boom, they pay. That's yeah. it. They're confirmed. And then there's like the pre-screen. I pre-screen because, you know, I'm, I'm still sort of living in my house, right? Residing. Um, and I just don't want anyone in the house. And I want to know you are who you say you are, that you have a profile, that you've been verified. So I think the screening is really important to kind of get ahead of it. I also meet all my groups. Um, if I don't, my assistant will will meet them. But meet and greet is really important because then they see a face. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'm going to think twice about throwing that cigarette butt on the ground, you know. But knock on, you know, knock on wood, I really do... 
I've been very fortunate. I get a lot of families and I get a lot of people coming to uh, Warwick and Greenwood Lake for family gatherings, weddings, events, things like that. You know, there's always events happening up here in the Hudson Valley. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've, I've very successfully, I mean, uh, booked several Airbnb and BBRO rentals over the years. Um, that uh, Are you a good guest? Uh, I, I like to think I am. Okay. You know? right. uh, Take the garbage out? Uh, of course. Okay. You know, we can clean up after ourselves. <laughs> good. Uh, you know, I, I never met, I've never met the owners. Not once. Well, they probably do like a self check-in or a keypad and yeah. yeah, you know, I guess depending, like, listen, if it, if I had a cabin way upstate, like a ski chalet, it's minimal cleaning, right? It's just going to be like some beds, some comforters and like a fireplace and a tape, you know, but the lake house, four bedroom, three bath, front yard, dock, you know, deck, backyard is a drive, is a lot there, right? So it is important for me to protect that yeah. investment for me, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess it's situational. I like, I prefer the self check-in myself, but for me, I. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you're protecting your investment. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's smart. I think that's a really good tip for our listeners. Yeah. Now, um, so what, uh, you know, so of all these attractions that are going on here these days, anything you're going to be partaking in, you know, you got plans for. For the fall in, in Warwick? Yeah, I'm hoping for, you know, the winter festival. We're getting into like, you know, the holiday season. So, um, you know, my brokerage, Howard Hanna Rand Realty, we sponsor a lot of local events and Toys for Tots programs. And, um, you know, I'm still continuing to do work with Warwick Valley Humane and um, doing my TNR efforts for the ferals in Greenwood Lake. I actually have, <laughs> I have a cat here with us today, guys. <laughs> She's literally here at the radio station. Um, and you know, just keeping busy and, um, whoa, a bird just flew into the window. Yeah. That's the trouble with clean windows. Oh gosh. <laughs> I hope the bird's okay. It's Sometimes fun. they just get shocked and then they just have to like shake themselves out of it, you know? So, uh, I know for myself, uh, I always look forward to this time of year. I love it. I, I love being, uh, I love going to the breweries, uh, sampling some of the new Oktoberfest beers, mm -hmm. things like that. Pumpkins. Yeah. I love a good pumpkin ale. <laughs> and, uh, and apple picking. Yeah. You know, is always a big one. I, you know, our family all come up from wherever they are to come visit us this time of year just to go apple picking. Uh, and it's always a really nice weekend. And then the big, big deal for us comes with the, the, the holiday season, uh, pre-Christmas stuff, right? Where... We go tree shopping. Oh boy! Oh, do you yeah. go to a local farm? Absolutely, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and pick your own tree, you know, right? Absolutely, we go pick our tree. We, you know, we cut it down and, and strap it to the top of the car and drive it home. It's and, a whole family outing. And, yeah. And, well, and all all our friends do it. We do it as a giant group. Oh wow! And then we caravan back to my house and we have a big party. Oh, so that's awesome. Fun. Yeah, we that's I'm really looking forward to that. It's a big deal. Yeah. I like it too. And I, I think a lot of people, you know, just getting together again and just feeling a little bit more comfortable, you know, with people getting vaccinated and compared to, you know, the last the last year was really tough, I think, when you want to be with your families and maybe there's, you know, someone that has a compromised immune system or is like elderly and like you just it's like we don't want to ex you know it's i think it's nice to try to get back to some of these old traditions you know absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah it's uh are you seeing that or are things loosening up yeah, yeah. 
a little bit. You know, pe- listen, people, you still have to be smart. You know, I, I went to uh, the Warwick shop right the other day and I, I masked up, you know, and did I need to? Not necessarily, but, you know, you just want to be smart, you know. Um, I, I have noticed, though, people are sniffling less. It seems like I think everybody's so conscientious about staying clean, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. It seems like there's like less sickness, maybe a cold here and there. But, um, you know, but if somebody sneezes, I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me go to that side of the room. <laughs> Is the air purifier on, please? Uh, yes. you're, you're one of those. <laughs> I've always been a germaphobe. Like even when I go into TD Bank and they have like the free pens, I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I have my own pen. Like I just I won't do it. Oh, not me. I'm like, woohoo, pen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you take like a few of them. The, do you remember they used to have the lollipops at TD and the dog cookies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Uh, it's time for another break. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling. I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to the Real 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 Estate Show. This is David Wilner with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, and I'm here with my co-host, Brenda. Hello, Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna-Rand Realty. Well, Brenda Wiley, Brenda Wiley. Try that again, Dave. Brenda Wiley (laughs) with Howard Hanna-Rand Realty. Yes. What what is going on in, like, if you're going to do something this weekend to celebrate fall, what are you going to do? I'm actually uh, getting on a flight uh, oh, to yeah. North Carolina. I'm going to Asheville, literally leaving the station, 
bringing the cat to the shelter and then driving to Newark Airport. I'll be in the Blue Ridge Mountains. I'll be trekking and hiking. And then I'm going to go uh, to Austin, Texas and see my cousin Leanne and have some tacos and listen to some music and probably hike some more. (laughs) So you're you're gone for a little while. I'm actually giving a lot of, listen, everybody in this industry, right? Whether you're a real estate agent, you know, a broker, an inspector, an attorney, you know, a loan, like we don't really have, you know, you're in the sales service industry, right? You really don't get vacations, you know, but I think everybody's just like, oh, we just need a break. You know, I just really need to try to quote, you know, power off. We'll see. We'll see how it works out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very good. Yeah. So that's my, that'll be my weekend. I'll be, I'll be in Texas by this weekend. Yeah. Did you have market numbers? Yeah. So, um, you know, Christine Koenig and I, about three weeks ago, talked about the quarterly market um, stats that um, Howard Hanna Rand um, put out. And um, in addition to that, you know, just Rain's consistency, an article um, in the Lower Hudson uh, Valley that I read, you know, just about median sales prices for single family homes. Um, They're also consistent. Rose in 2021's third quarter compared to the same July through September of last year. Um, So including uh, Westchester, Putnam, Rockland, and Orange County. And this is according to the Hudson Gateway Association of Realtors. So again, looking at, you know, those sales and those numbers, it's, it's pretty consistent. And, you know, the driver of people, a lot of people looking for more space, right? Um, and that's and that's still happening. I think people are realizing um, that balance and maybe they don't want to be in an apartment in an elevator. Maybe they want more space. Maybe they want to adopt a rescue dog and move up to the Hudson Valley, you know. Um, so this trend is still very, very strong. Um, Westchester in particular, huge, huge spikes in pricing and numbers. Uh, the number of single family home sales rose 9 percent to 2,377 in the third quarter, um, year over year from 2181 over the same three months in 2020. And we had already seen that spike. In Those are third quarter numbers. Third quarter numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so very, very steady. And, you know, people are talking about well, what, what are we looking at in 2022? You know, is this housing boom going to go boom? You know, is it going to collapse? And, you know, given- Is it a bubble? It, I don't think it's a bubble. I I think that this is a unique set of circumstances. And, you know, honestly, as much as it's still a a seller's market, it's a buyer's market too. What a great way to park your money. And, you know, and now that there's maybe less of that buyer frenzy to prices starting to normalize a little bit, you know, maybe that um, buy level that eight, eight or nine months ago was listed at 450. Maybe it's listed at 439 or 429. And, you know, buyers aren't really bidding, from what I'm seeing anyway, over the list price. It's a little bit different, you know. So it's quietening down. It's, it's, I feel like starting to kind of level and taper, if you will. The demand is still there. We still have a shortage of inventory. But those mortgage rates are still really driving, um, you know, buyers to, to, to make a purchase, you know, it's uh, so much as timing and persistence. Don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up. Don't give up. It's not easy. I mean, for a lot of buyers out there, and uh, I hope they're listening. You know, it's uh, you know, it is tough in this market. I mean, that you know, there. I've done two, three home inspections for couples that you know got outbid, thought they had an accepted offer, things fell through, whatever. Uh, you know, 
those uh you're right you got to hang in there right or i'm, I'm working with a, a particular couple we we actually had two accepted offers and two inspections one of which you did uh-huh. and um based on on the findings on the inspection you know they decided to to you know withdraw their offer and um onward and upward but you know listen it, it can be frustrating but i think level setting expectations as to what you're bidding and 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 what you have to offer to sweeten the pot but buyers are getting a little bit more confident they are asking for repairs to be done and sellers are like okay well i don't have 10 offers i have three so you know what i'll fix the dishwasher you know i'll, I'll put an extender on the gutter um so 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 there's a little bit of a shift happening you know which i think is good all right very yeah. good yeah very good um any, do you have any, are, now, do you, do you do mostly listings or mostly buyers? How, what's your business like? I, it ebbs, ebbs and flows. It ebbs so and flows. I, you got any listings out there I right have now? right now under contract, but I actually had one, two, three, four listings that all closed oh. in, in um, about two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um, so it, it kind of comes in waves, you know, right, and, right. and I knew I was going to be kind of uh, giving myself a bit of time in November and before Thanksgiving. So I said, you know what, let me just sort of reevaluate. And so I've been working a little bit with, um, you know, uh, tenants and, and doing rentals because it's just, you know, it's a slower burn, you know, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. and, and there, there's money to be made there with that, you know? Um, so, but I'm also looking forward to, to going away, but when I get back, I'm going to be hardcore, you know, uh, going after new listings. I do, I have, I have two right now, but, uh, definitely always want more listings. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, listings are great for the agents, right? I mean, they're they're what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you as know. an agent, you'd prefer you prefer listings, or I I prefer listings. I mean, listen, outside of the fact that you generally generally make a little bit more money, um, it's just nice to like work with a homeowner and come up with ideas on how to, you know, maybe get rid of some of the clutter, or have you thought about you know getting this couch out of here? It'll really open up the room. Let's take these blinds down and get some light in here. Um, do you need a cleaning recommendation? How can I help you? You know, do you need somebody to come and seal the driveway and you know curbside appeal? Very important. Let's get that old ratty mailbox down and put a, a nice pretty one with a little flower planter. These things make a difference, you know? So that's kind of fun. I, I, I like working with the, uh, with the sellers for sure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, that's, uh, that is, that's great. I mean, you know, it's seller, it's a, it's sort of specialty. I don't, you know, I see all real estate agents do both, right? Mm, yeah. But some sort of specialized one way or the other, they have a certain, they like one thing versus another, or they, they just do. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great though, to see you on both sides of the fence. I think it gives you a, a unique perspective, uh, yeah. and, and a great way to work with people, uh, in a dynamic relationship. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because I actually use examples from, well, I understand what the listing agent is saying. I'm representing your interest as the buyer, but unless there's an active leak, they're not replacing the roof. Like, so I kind of have this, like, come take it down a few notches. And, but a lot of it is really being consultative, you know, whether you're on the list side or the sales side, you know, making sure that you're providing a value, you know, um, and, and helping that person, whether it's the, the seller or the buyer. Well, that's really, that's really the, the, you know, that's really the thing. I mean, why use a real estate agent at all, right? Because right. they bring value to the situation, right? Right. The yeah. value they bring, they, it's a consultative situation. They bring that knowledge. Uh, you know, how much should you offer on a house? Well, right. if you don't have a real, if you're just a buyer out there without an agent, you don't know. 
yeah, you may not, you know, you may have the guidance of what, of what you're reading. And, um, but, you know, I think just transaction management is a, is a big thing. You know, sometimes people, I say, fall off the tracks, right? So you've got your attorney, you've got, you know, the seller, you've got the buyer, the loan officer, and then, you know, two weeks goes by and it's like, mm, we haven't had an appraisal, what's going on? So, you know, as the agent, whatever side I'm on, I, I try to kind of bring everybody back together to keep it moving forward because time can kill a deal. You know, um, sure. and and when you're two weeks, three weeks in and the appraisal hasn't been ordered, Ooh. title hasn't been ordered. I mean, it happens, you know, um, it's happening less frequently, though, I think, since things are, um, you know, tapering a little bit. Yeah. I mean, for a while there, it was hard to get an appointment with an appraiser, oh my right? Gosh. I oh, mean, my gosh. They were so backed up and attorneys backed up and title searches backed up. I mean, the county sh being short staffed with, you know, half half staff in the office, you know. Um, it was taking like six, seven weeks for wow. a title search. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. And, and so what did, you know, how do you, how do you manage all those people and keep that, keep the deal on the rails? Don't let it get off. You know, I mean, what yeah. are some of your, is it just communication? I mean, what do you do that's special? I, I, you know, it's, it's not just the communication. It's, it's the delivery of said communication. Right. right? And anybody can say, Hey, what's going on? What's, what's the status with this? Right. But if you're like, I know you have a lot going on. I know we connected last week. When we spoke last week, you said X, Y, Z. Do you happen to have any updates so I can share it with the seller? Do you happen, you know, so when I'm dealing with an agent on the other side of the deal, I have to make them my best friend in order for them to like do things, right? To keep it going. Um, if the person goes silent and I don't have any answers, I have to go, well, yeah, no, I don't know what's going on with the appraisal. I don't know if they ordered whatever. And then I'm not doing my job for the right. seller, right? Uh, information is everything. But I think the style and how you communicate and, and being polite is, you know, what do they say? Sugar, sweet. What is it? You get more, <laughs> that phrase, you get more with sugar. Bees with honey. I don't, I mean, it, that's one of the phrases. I'm terrible at those like <laughs> expressions, but yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, I've always thought to myself, I, and I've been through this re transaction process a m number of times. I mean, in, in my life, I've I've bought and sold what five homes, uh, you know. Uh, and on the commercial side, I mean, you may not know this about me, but on the commercial side, I've done hundreds of building transactions, uh, where you know we, I spent before our before I was doing home inspections, I was in the logistics industry, and we owned distribution centers all over the country. So, so you did this professionally or this is, this was my, yeah, this was my industrial was real estate was my, basically my career. Wow. Oh, we're done. I, oh my we gosh. ran out of time. Time uh, flying. It's always so much fun to have you, Brenda. Thank Listeners, you. Listeners, next week, your Real 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 Estate Show.